Welcome everyone to What's, What's on, on Your, your mental? mental. I am your host, Say No Tanada. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please hit that subscribe button and don't forget to share so you never miss an episode. It's been a minute. Yes, it has since I sat down with you guys and now I am back and man, does it feel good. We missed you. What's been going on? I hope everyone's doing well, keeping the heads held high. As for me, man, I was going through a lot. I still have a lot going on. But I am not going to let that stop me anymore to go through this struggle alone. I am back and I am ready to get things cracking like dry skin. (laughs) So, let me ask you this. How do you feel when when you've been struggling with something and we bump into someone that's dealing with something similar? To me, it's a sigh of relief because someone understands without me having to explain it. And usually when I have to explain things to people, I feel dumb right afterwards because they're like, yeah, no, I feel you. But in actuality, it's kind of hard for them to really understand because they're not going through it. Uh-huh. So I was talking to this lady on Facebook. I met her through the comment section who was dealing with some similar things that I am also dealing with. She shared this link with me, right? And when I went to this link and it was a video playing about, you know, smells that help people and so forth. But so many people was dealing with the same problem. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. But now I know that I'm not the only one that's dealing with it. I thought at first it was just me and my cousin who was dealing with it, which I'm thankful for him because he's been trying like crazy to help me through all this while he was working on himself. So shout out to him 100%. I appreciate it, fam, big time. So with that being said, I want to explain to you all what this is that is going on, not only in my life, but in the life of others as well. So with that being said, let's get this thing cracking. So today's subject is going to be driving with anxieties. So like other phobias, driving anxiety can strike at the worst of times. Like when you're in the middle of a commute down a busy highway. For many people, the sudden swell of fear can be disorienting and downright terrifying. As a result, you may start driving less, avoiding car rides. You may even feel embarrassed and all of being so afraid. But according to... According to the National Institute of Health, called NIM, N-I-M-H, National Institute of Health, more than 19 million trusted source Americans live with a phobia, which can include driving anxiety. Now, it's difficult to know exactly how many people live with this anxiety, but research shows that not too many people seek help for this particular condition. But driving anxiety, also known as a maxophobia or motophobia, yeah, you like that pronunciation, is intense distress while driving and participating in avoidance behavior, like having other people drive for you or avoiding conditions that make you feel unsafe. So while many of the symptoms overlap with those anxieties and traumas, driving anxiety isn't an official condition 
in the Diagnostics and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorder, but a doctor may give a diagnosis of GAD, Generalized Anxiety Disorder, or Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder, PTSD, which unfortunately they diagnosed me with both. <laughs> but what causes it? Now, there's no single cause of driving anxiety, and everyone experiences it differently. But some common causes, now here's just a few. So if this fits you, then hey, maybe you can narrow it down and talk to your doctor about this. But here goes a few common causes. One of them is aging, anxiety disorder, fear of being out of control, claustrophobia, hearing loss, motion sickness, obsessive compulsive disorder, also known as OCD, past car accidents which can trigger PTSD or an adjustment disorder, vision issues, or weather conditions like snow or fog. Now, I know mine came or started a few years back, oddly enough, and um, due to a traumatic situation, which I dare not get into, but I'm glad that I'm trying to get a hang of it now. So signs of driving anxiety. Now, what are some of the signs? For some, driving anxiety can build slowly over time. For others, it can seem to come out of the blue or caused by witnessing a traumatic event, like a car accident. Some signs of driving anxieties include feeling anxious when you get into a car, avoiding driving as much as possible, having a consistent feeling of doom, fearing getting hurt or dying, having heart palpitations, um, being hypervigilant while driving, experiencing panic attacks, shaking, having shortness of breath, or sweating. You may also notice that you feel exhausted after driving, even if it's only a short car trip. This may be because all your systems have been on high alert, leaving you to feel drained and in need of ample time to recover. Now, here's a few things that may help you to get back to the old you. Medical assessment. If you think that you may have driving anxiety, consider reaching out to a healthcare professional to see whether there is any physical factors that may be contributing to your fear, such as reduced vision or hearing. In this case, that fix may be as simple as trying a hearing aid, getting some glasses when you drive. That might be just as simple as that, and would that be great? Another way is therapy. Now, you don't have to do this alone. Of course, you got me. <laughs> but you also have to know you have help other places than me, I guess. But research trusted sources show that cognitive behavior therapy, CBT, can help with generalized anxiety and related disorders, which can include phobias and PTSD. Now, if your driving anxiety is the result of a car accident or a traumatic incident, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, EMDR therapy, may help you process and integrate painful memories. Research shows that this is an effective for anybody that's being treated for PTSD. 
exposure therapy is another option. Now, it involves ranking your triggers from the most problematic to the least, developing coping skills for difficult moments, and when you feel ready, exposing yourself to what frightens you little by little. Now, it's important to know that up front, that it's natural to feel uncomfortable when facing your fears. <laughs> this isn't a bad thing. This means that you're in the middle of the work. If you can see my fingers, the work. Now, if you stick with it, you'll develop more confidence as you progress. Now, shout out to my therapist. If you don't have one like mine, then get yourself one. No, I'm just joking. But <laughs> but seriously, though, you um, seeking therapy is, is definitely great. And if you do find a therapist, make sure that you guys connect. Make sure that you're comfortable with this therapist or this person that you're talking to so that you can be as open and honest as possible. You know, I know that I'm thankful for mine because she's definitely helping me through my journey. So what exposure therapy may look like. So let me give an example. After a bad car accident, Jose is afraid of driving at night. He wants to overcome his phobia in order to attend family dinners on Sunday. But now that his daughter has a newborn, she can't come and pick him up anymore. It may be time for him to consider driving on his own. In exposure therapy, he may be instructed to sit in the car at night with the key in the ignition while focusing on calming exercises. Usa. Next, he may practice going to the gas station and back. Then, he may practice circling around the neighborhood. With each exercise, he tries to progress a little more. With time, Jose may be able to confidently drive across town after dark just to see his family. Now, what's crazy, this, I feel, is very helpful because I'm working on that as we speak. It's true, he is. I didn't even know that I was working on this until I researched it and I was like, hey, maybe I'm smarter than what I thought I was smarter than. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't funny, just confused. Okay. So anyway, I have an event coming up. You know, my brother's wedding is coming up really soon and I want to be there to show my love and support we want to, to be him there. and his bride, future bride. <laughs> but. Ryan, just know, bro, I am working hard so that I can be there for you. No lie, you know. I'm a witness Just to know that. that. Now, here's a fun one. Virtual reality. Now, recent research trusted sources show that virtual reality, VR, therapy can help those with driving anxiety. There are many driving video games or driving simulations available. However, it's not recommended that you try these options without the supervision of a mental health professional. They will be able to guide you through the process and help you to manage your symptoms along the way. So if you're on there for recreation, fine. But if you're trying to overcome driving anxiety or some kind of sort of, some kind of anxiety or problem that you're going with, make sure you consult with a healthcare professional first there's also medication now depending on the severity of your driving anxiety 
your doctor may recommend antidepressant medications to help you manage your symptoms. They may also suggest anti-anxiety medications for occasional short-term use. Now, some medications like benzodiazepine, and I don't know if I said it right, but it still felt good coming out, um, or Valiums or Xanax may cause drowsiness behind the wheel. So be sure to only use them as advised by a professional. Um, personally, I don't take medication because I don't like being drowsy all the time. I'm kind of a really weird kind of person, you know, and I don't feel like if I'm myself, then what's the point? I don't know if that made any sense, but in my head it did. So whatever. But uh, I don't want any zombie like effects. So anyway. So trying to identify your triggers. When something frightens us, it's easy to dismiss the part for the whole. You may find it useful to make a list of what parts of driving are the most frightening to you in order from most intense to neutral. So we're gonna go in order or even enjoyable. You know, some examples might be bridges, driving alone, driving at night, heavy traffic, highways, inclements, weather conditions, intersections, isolated areas, um, left turns, or steering the car versus being, uh, or driving the car, shall I say, versus being a passenger, traveling with others or tunnels. You know, so once you understand what causes your symptoms, you may be one step closer to managing them. Now consider creating a calming environment. You may find it helpful to clear your car from distracting clutters, turning on soothing music, and use calming sense. Calming, not common sense, calming sense. Just in case I didn't say that clear enough. But research shows that lavender essential oils, in particular, can help soothe anxiety. Now you guys keep that in mind. For in this podcast, just keep that in mind. Lavender essential oils in particular. So next, we want to try to set realistic goals. Let's say you decide to start training for a marathon, even though you're not a runner. But would you get up tomorrow and go run 26 miles? Not a chance. So driving anxiety is no different. While ambition can be a beautiful thing, it may do more harm than good. If you set goals to drive across country like tomorrow, mm, yeah, that really won't do too good. So instead, think of this as a long game. Be patient and pace yourself with more realistic milestones. Over time, you'll get to where you want to go. It's going to be hard to be patient. Because it's like, well, this just jumped at me. I should be able just to just jump right back into my old. No, it takes time. Sometimes the best things in life take time. But what you can't do in the process is try calming techniques. So when you start to feel panicky, consider trying some strategies that may help you calm down in a moment. Some techniques that may help deep breathing and medication. I tried that just this morning. You know, I got in the car to go for my, you know, little short drive, try to work towards things. And um, 
I started feeling really panicky. So I took a moment, closed my eyes. And I did some deep breathing techniques, started that car up, and I went right ahead. So just to recap, Javi anxieties can leave you feeling embarrassed, isolated, or overwhelmed. But you're not alone. With the help of a healthcare or mental health professional, along with self-care strategies, it's possible to heal from driving anxieties and get back to the road. Now, if you enjoy self-directed work, you may also find it useful to learn more about overcoming phobias in different popular books. Just check out, you know, your Amazon or wherever you get your books from. And, you know, there's a lot of books. There's one called the Anxiety and Phobias Workbook. You know, there's different things out there. So just maybe you can give that a read or a listen. Now, as you recover, remember that it's important to celebrate each little success. Now, this can build up your self-esteem and motivate you to keep going mile by mile. You got this. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'd like to interrupt for a moment. And I know this is unexpected, but I probably wouldn't have gotten another chance to say what I want to say. I would like to announce that I have a new self-care line opening up. It's 100% natural, and it's called Say No More. That's Say No More, M-O-O-R-E. Yes. You're going to say no more to harsh chemicals. Say no more to anxiety. Say no more to not loving your body. And this is from deodorants to lip balms to body washes to lotion bars and to them beautiful smelling candles. I personally love the vanilla and eucalyptus. But they're all safe ingredients and this will not only help ease your anxieties and your stress but so many other things just from the relaxing aroma yourself. We're working on the sprays so you can spray that in your car and just relax your whole drive home. But your body will thank you, so say no more to all those harsh chemicals and say yes to my line. So check us out on Etsy. The link is in the bio, and we're soon going to be on Amazon as well. You can also check out our Instagram page. Send me a DM personally. Not say no, but me. And let me know what you want. You can just buy from us directly. We really appreciate it, and we're here to help you. Now, back to your regularly regularly scheduled program. Okay, I guess he took my announcement. Well, I definitely want to thank you all for taking the time and to sit and hang out with me today. It's been a joy as always. And make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to make sure you subscribe, follow, and share this podcast because you never know who is silently struggling with mental health problems. I know me doing this podcast today allowed me to free myself from dealing with it all alone and no longer keeping it a secret. With that being said, this is your boy Say No Tanada, and I'd like to ask, what's What's on your your mental? mental? Sonata. What's on your mental?